Hello, I'm Kellen, and you are listening to Weirdos, a podcast. And I'm Jay, and he's right, you are. And this is our podcast. Yeah, we are in the final countdown for this season. Only two episodes left. Yes, only two, um, and then we're going to be taking a short break. Uh, we're going to get some more episodes lined up and come back running uh, running back into your welcoming arms. Uh, I think our production value is going to go up. We might have a new theme song. Um, the possibilities are endless, uh, but this first season has been a lot of fun. Yeah, I've had a, a great time conversing with you about um, everything from aliens to sadness. <laughs> poop and poop. And poop. And poop. We can't forget poop. Probably our best episode. And if, Chris, <laughs> if, you if, if, Christy's, if Christy's listening, turd. Turd. We learned that turd is her trigger word. Turd. Such a weird word to have as a trigger word. Turd. Turd. What about a moist turd? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so what is today's topic going to be, Jay? Well, I am just so glad you asked. So um, we had fun last week. We we talked about vacations, and we also did a fun, quick little Mother's Day episode. so we need to keep that emotional roller coaster going, I think. Um, so this week we're going to chat about the end of the world. Bum bum bum. <laughs> 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 so fun, right? Um, so with everything that's been going on in the last year and my natural ability to gravitate towards the dark and gloomy, I thought this would be an interesting topic. Um, how does it end? We obviously have no clue, um, but we might have a few guesses. Um, so let's kick it off with, um, I looked up Vox.com has their list of the top 10 possible conclusions for Mother Earth. And they are as follows. So again, according to Vox, that's V-O-X.com, uh, the top 10 ways that we're all going to bite it. Uh, number 10 is unknown. Um, which is funny, you know, it's just something that we aren't even aware of yet. I don't know, like giant ants, you know, <laughs> or, or uh, carnivorous plants. I, I don't know. But the unknown is 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 number 10 on that list. Number nine makes a lot of sense to me, and that's artificial intelligence. We've seen Terminator. We know about Skynet. It makes perfect sense that we okay. will eventually create a machine to help us, and it will eventually become our overlords. Perfect sense. Uh, number eight was solar geoengineering, which I had to uh, Google, uh, which is a anti-global warming effort that reflects heat and light away from Earth. So they're thinking if we try to fix global warming, we will make things worse. Well, makes sense. Sounds right. We are people. We are human. <laughs> uh, number seven be a super volcano. Uh, like Mount Vesuvius goes nuts and just covers the Earth. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it would have to be something that's already under the Earth's crust that we don't even know about. And it just... Blah, you know, spits everywhere. Well, isn't the geyser old faithful? Isn't that powered by a super volcano just waiting to erupt? Yeah, and you know, I can't see something named old faithful wanting to end our lives, you know, like oh, old faithful, <laughs> come on. It sounds um, like something they would have named a warship during the Civil War, though, <laughs> right? <laughs> it always see it never gets there in time. Um, <laughs> number six would be an asteroid, which I think we'll talk about. Number five, pandemics. I don't know what that is. Uh, number four. <laughs> ecological collapse which you know that makes sense too number three is climate change of course number two and number one are, are very similar number two is biological and chemical warfare and number one is just straight up nuclear war 
um, so that was Vox.com's top 10, which uh, when we made notes, that was most of mine as well. But um, let's talk about some of these and uh, which one which one stands out to you the most. Hmm. <laughs> Things that I think would be possible in human lifetime. Um, asteroid. There's been a lot of movies about that. So that's, that seems plausible. Random, but plausible. Um, I think biological chemical warfare probably makes the most sense, knowing mm-hmm. uh, human nature of being just absolutely terrible. Because yeah, we're the worst. I mean, <laughs> we're the worst. Um, yeah, solar engineering, nev- geoengineering, never heard of that before. Um, AI, I don't know. Um, Skynet, I mean, yeah, that, that makes it. The Matrix, their hypothesis of that made, um, made sense. Um, but I think ultimately the Ultron from yeah. uh, Marvel movie makes the most sense. That machines would rationalize that, okay, I have to protect the Earth. That's what I built for. What's the biggest threat to the Earth? People. Okay, mm-hmm. so get rid of people to protect the Earth. That would be the that would be the collapse of AI that I would think would make sense because that's a rational thought for a um, rational um, sentient being. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Like if I wake up and be like, you know, Earth's dying. Why? Calculations. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Oh, <laughs> humans. It's that simple. <laughs> like we're the we are in fact the worst, and we we are killing Earth. <laughs> as we speak and we don't care because it's something that you know it's all relative to us it's like i I just turned 37 this week and i'm not gonna be here in 60 years so what's the it's not gonna happen in my lifetime why should i care and we just need to keep that thinking of it you know our future generations we need to help them but we don't think about other people we think about ourselves that's all we care about and i'm just as guilty you know you think i've never littered i've littered uh, I love <laughs> plastic straws. Like I love turtles too. But when I go to a restaurant that doesn't have a straw, I get a little pissed. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just do because that's one of those things. Like it's out of sight, out of mind. I don't see a turtle with a straw in its nose. Yeah, you know, I don't see this stuff on a regular basis. I don't think about it. Same reason why I'm not vegan. Like I love animals more than I love people, and I love chicken strips and I love hamburgers. And you know, like I know that these animals get treated wrong. And it, yeah. it's sad, but I, you know, if I don't see it, I'm like, you know what? I, I, I kind of do want a hamburger today anyways, but it's the same way with, <laughs> with, with global warming. And I, you know, yeah, I, I really think that's one of the top ways. I know there's probably some people out there listening who don't believe in global warming and I don't, it's not that I don't necessarily believe in it, but I think that, you know, you guys sit down and think that we're a ball spinning around in space. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> weather patterns are going to change. We're going to have cold years. We're going to have hot years. It's been that way since the beginning of time. Yeah, we had an ice age once. That doesn't mean we won't have an ice age again. Yeah. Uh, but that not, that's not going to be warm. You know? Right. Political. Political. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that out of sight, out of mind thing makes perfect sense to me. Because like, I mean, going back to the vacation episode, going to Disney World, that was just like a thing that was on TV. And then when I was finally there, it sunk in. And that's why I had such an emotional response. You see a barge floating in the middle of the ocean full of trash. That's like, okay, it's on TV. It's not right outside my window. So, it, I mean, it's not really that, you know, pressing of an issue for me. Uh, landfills, all that stuff. You know, like you said, a 
sea turtle with a straw in its nose. I'm, I'm not looking at a sea turtle with a straw in its nose thinking, oh, my God, we did that. I'm seeing it on TV. Like, oh, that's super sad. Next. Yeah. I was just thinking about how cold my teeth are because the ice are hitting them when I'm drinking without a straw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or getting the uh, liquid in your mustache. I don't know if you have that problem, but yeah, anytime I drink anything, there's like a layer of moisture now on my face and it's so annoying. You know what prevents I, that? Straws. <laughs> I don't currently have that problem because I shaved because I was tired of getting it in there because I was tired of not getting straws. <laughs> but aside from from a, like, I think uh, nuclear war is obviously there and I think something from space is, yeah. is up there for me too. So like I, I was looking at like meteorites and asteroids and I have some numbers. Um, so, according oh to NASA, an estimated 100 tons of dust and sand-sized particles hit Earth a day. Hmm. So, 100 tons of just, like, sand and dust. You know, that's no big deal. You know, that's tiny. Who cares? Yeah. That's You know, it's hitting the atmosphere. It's, it's right. But, you know, it gets in our eyes. Uh, that's why I have a sty in my eye last week, because it was damn space <laughs> dust. Um, so, they also said about once a year... Um, an automobile-sized asteroid hits Earth's atmosphere, and uh, it creates an impressive fireball. It burns up before reaching the surface. We're looking at it, and it's like, ooh, ah, look how pretty it is. <laughs> you know, okay, cool. It's a car burning up in the atmosphere. It burn up. We're good. Think about if it didn't, though. <laughs> you want to? I don't even want a Volkswagen or a, a smart car hitting me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so they also said every two thousand years or so. A meteoroid the size of a football field hits Earth and causes some significant damage. Hmm. So, 2000 is a lot of years, right? I'm not going to live to be 2037. Who cares? Like, that's not in my lifetime. I don't care. Right. Um, but they also said once every few million years, an object large enough for civilization comes along, uh, you know, something along like, and, and creates impact craters on Earth. You know, yeah. it, it also, they hit the moon, and other planetary bodies, uh, and there's evidence of all these occurrences. Okay, cool. You know, we'll never see that again, right? Well, the last time an object of that magnitude hit Earth was about 66 million years ago. So mm. 66 million years ago is a few million years, right? That's a few. <laughs> like two or three, so 66 million years. We don't know when it's going to come back. Yeah. I could turn around, look out my window right now, like, oh, shit. You know, there's an <laughs> asteroid heading towards my house. And yeah. With my luck, that's where it would land. But every few million years, I think that every few million years, there's evidence that this stuff happens. Yeah. You know, I don't think we really have a defense for that. You think we see it coming? We're going to call up Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck and think <laughs> we're going to shoot them up there with a drill and everything's going to be okay. You know, everything's going to sing about. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> You know, if that happens, we're in trouble, man. We are. Like, I'm sure we have missiles and stuff, but I don't know yeah. if you've seen um, – did you see Love and Monsters, a movie, a recent movie? No. Okay, fantastic movie. Check it out. It's called Love and Monsters, and it's about a guy. And what happened was an uh, asteroid was heading towards Earth, and it was going to hit, and it was going to be bad. So we decided to shoot it down with missiles, and we, when we did, all that space dust and particles came back down to Earth. And it created, it, it somehow infected all the animals and insects and made them like giant mutants, <laughs> you know? But aside from the fact that a giant centipede is coming at you, 
you know, if we shoot something like that, we don't know what the implications are going to be back down here. Yeah. You know, we don't know what's going to fall. We don't know if it's radioactive. Like we have no clue. You know, that's, that's something I've always thought about. Aside from that, you know, like I said earlier, through space. <laughs> I mean, do you ever right. stop and think about that? A thousand things could go wrong. The sun could explode. The moon could fall. Knocked off our axis. I mean, it's, it's freaking space. <laughs> Anything can happen. What if the sun just decided it wanted to shut down for a while? You know, get colder, get hotter, it would screw with our crops. Famine. We would eat ourselves, you know? Another, like, thought with that, like, just kind of spin off on is do, do we gain weight as a planet? Like, is Earth looking chunky these days? Like, are they getting <laughs> fatter? I, I think, you know, you think about it, and, and, Sure, you know, we, we build things, and, I, you know, my first thought is, like, we're building all these new buildings, we're getting heavier, but, you know, we're making most of those materials from materials already here on Earth. Yeah. But what about... Net zero. Yeah. What about population and, and animals? Like, we're totally heavier than we were. Um, a professor, her name was, uh, uh, what was her name? Mira. She's a professor and associate chair at the Department of uh, at the University of Guelph. Um, and she said that Earth weight, um, but it's as a result of meteor showers. So hmm. we see, like, let's go outside tonight. Look, a meteor shower. That's going straight to Earth's hips, man. <laughs> it's going straight to her hips. Um, she says space dust, including remnants of meteors and asteroids, all contributes to the um, weight gain of earth and she says it's about 40,000 tons every year that that weight uh, earth's putting on weight 40,000 tons so how far until that we 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 start sitting funny you know like <laughs> when we gain weight like whew, you know like i got to got to switch turn to this side what if earth decides to do that like she's getting so heavy and she snaps a little bit or you know just twists her body wrong like we have there's so many things that can happen to us things we can hit mercury venus you know bump into jupiter who knows it just, you know <laughs> we'll hit a black hole run into the sun like that stuff goes through my mind all the time like my earth's gonna get too heavy and it's gonna fall out of orbit that's how we're all gonna die will it be fun i don't know will we have our hands in there Woo! you know i don't know probably not but like those are like some of the main things that go through my head about that just space is the final frontier sure some people think we have more in the oceans we could explore than space but space there's so many things and we we don't have a clue about half of it yeah so i guess the easy solution would be to build a giant rocket shove it up uh, mars's butt and push it into orbit with the earth <laughs> so that it's rotating just as close and then terraform it <laughs> so right that we could shift to mars just, just hold hands with it yeah, with that me way, for a while baby that way when uh when earth uh finally goes kaput we could just you know walk the sky bridge over that elon musk obviously <laughs> is going to build <laughs> to mars uh a little slightly off topic when we get off of here google jeff bezos yacht hmm. it's ridiculous everybody do that homework for this episode <laughs> is google jeff bezos yacht and try not to throw up in your mouth <laughs> but yeah um I think terraforming Mars or even the moon, like something, but well, we still, we eventually run into that same situation, but again, not my problem. 
Yeah. Right? Hey, it's, Get around it's a, to see us colonize Mars. It's an Earth reset button. We get to start brand new. We can rape that planet. <laughs> right. We're coming for you, Mars. You're going to like it. You do a little, pretty little makeover and make yours. But the red planet, all... you're about to be the dead planet. <laughs> like us. Like, it's just, <laughs> but that's still all theory, you know? Like, yeah. I think, and, and who owns Mars? Elon Musk doesn't own it. The Chinese just put a uh, rover on it. You think that rover is going to come hit our rover, you know? <laughs> they're going to play bumper rovers like when 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 and if it ever does come to that what do we do all right we'll have to have like a, a summit and like, all right this part of mars is yours and just do it exactly like we did today because i really don't think putin's going to be okay with that because yeah. he's going to want more land right the chinese are going to want more land we're going to want more land like we say russia and china like they're villains america's kind of a villain at times too so yeah. we're all going to want more than we deserve and we need. So that's just going to be another, another you know, the, the Mars wars. Who's going to colonize the most and win? Like, that's just a lovely future to think about. Wow. We, we got real dark there. Didn't we? That's <laughs> what I do, baby. That's what no I do. positivity for humanity. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I look at it in the sense that you think about, what, 150, 200 years ago, uh, technologically how far we've come just since then imagine where we're going to be in another 200 years so are we going to be able to come up with some way to you know trim some weight liposuck the earth and be able to prevent super volcanoes we'll be able to control the climate so that we don't have to worry about that effects and then it becomes ultimately you know just waiting on the sun to finally explode which is going to happen eventually um and turn into a if and if the heat doesn't get us, it'll collapse into a black hole and suck us in. So I mean that's you know, going to happen at some point in time. But like you said, millions of years from now or maybe tomorrow, who knows? It'll look pretty. <laughs> but I mean, technology. Like, we'll, we'll have a nice little, uh, nice, nice little eye candy as we go into the abyss. But... <laughs> Is it getting hot out here? <laughs> it's getting real hot. <laughs> um, but yeah, technologically, I mean it. it it's hard for me to speculate on that kind of stuff because the way that we're moving, you know, with technology, I mean, or we might be able to control the climate and then, you know, have a way to make our carbon output net zero. Uh, why I've used that term twice this podcast, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, we might be able to control those things. But then you have to think, you know, OK, so now we're controlling the climate and we're controlling our carbon um, footprint has the earth adapted to it and now we're sending it in the opposite direction right you know, I know. it's have a lot ever, have you seen geostorm it's got that uh, terrible act um butler uh, Ger- gerard butler, butler. <laughs> but uh, that's what <laughs> the premise of that i didn't finish it because it's so terrible but that, that's what it is it's like created this satellite that shoots weather and like it'll It'll help dissolve a hurricane, all this other stuff. But the the downside to that is it gets hacked, you know. Mm. And then oh, it's a ice storm in the desert and and things like that, which is just another thing we would have to worry about because again, as we've already discussed, people are terrible. If we did come up with a machine that could fix global warming, someone would find a way to screw it up. Someone would yeah. find a way to hack into it and make people buy all the gas. Like, yeah, you should probably stop inevitable. saying hack before people panic. <laughs> because last time that happened, 
<laughs> People were filling trash bags full of gas. Hey, well, our podcast episodes could be disappearing, so don't panic. Listen to them at a normal rate. It'll be fine. <laughs> Obviously not reverse psychology. <laughs> um, um, so go. nuclear war was number one on your list, right? We're on the war, Yeah, nuclear and, uh, yeah, yeah, nuclear so, war was number one. So my thing with, with uh, the whole nuclear war theory, it's hard for me to think that we would wipe ourselves off the earth with a nuclear war just because humans uh, all across the globe are all about self-preservation. Mm-hmm. And you can be like, well, I don't know. They're crazy in North Korea. But I mean, are they that crazy? Like, is, is Kim Jong-un that crazy? Like, he would launch a nuclear attack against literally anybody else that has nuclear weapons. Is there a tiny dot compared to a lot of the countries and they would be wiped out instantly. Would it, I mean, is it really worth, you know, flexing your power for a brief moment just to become a crater? Right. Um, and I don't see that. I don't see the, I mean, we used them in world war two um, as an ins, means to an end um, a way overreaction. <laughs> um, but would the U I mean, would the U S even go that far again even if somebody did launch a nuke at us would they would they really decide to just launch another one and then have other countries launch them like you see on um was it war games with uh, matthew broderick where they show all the little um lines going across the map of all the nuclear weapons that are going to be launched at you know important cities i mean i I just don't I, i think human beings were super selfish um but I think the idea of just wiping us all out out of anger, I think self-preservation would would um, seize the day, ultimately. Yeah, I think so, too. And you're right. North Korea is not going to do that because, like you said, they are, you know, for all intents, they are insignificant. <clears throat> you know, he, he would do that to prove a point and then probably wipe them off the map. And, and nothing would be accomplished. Sure, he'd go down in history, but his people are, are gone with him, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if nuclear war would be my number one as far as a war. Um, nuclear war does scare me. Like, when uh, Trump and Kim Jong were going back and forth, like, I was very nervous. Like, I, I got very anxious about that. Like, if, if North Korea and Russia wanted to, you know, tag team us, they could. You know, North Korea take the West Coast, Russia take the East Coast. I think we'd be centered enough to be okay at first. But, you know, they just launched just an onslaught of bombs with their submarines. Putin was making all kinds of new submarines that were supposed to be undetectable and missiles that were supposed to be undetectable. And whether that's true or not, or just propaganda. But, you know, that's that's a scary thought. Yeah. I um, I think it was more biological than yeah. nuclear. Um I will say this, you know, I watch a lot of horror movies and some of the scariest scenes I think I've ever seen in any movies is stuff that involves nuclear war and seeing missiles launch and seeing, I think it was the domestics is the movie I'm thinking of. It was kids coming out of school after school and these planes just went overhead with just this black gas and just started going down to the ground. Like that's scary to me. Like give me a chainsaw or a knife. Uh, uh, you know, ask the purge, but that right there is probably the scariest thing, and yeah. that would be hard for them to get into our airspace. You know, so they would have to be sneakier, like with a, a disease, 
that magically spreads across the globe. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Not that we have anything to reference back to on that one. But that's something that could totally happen. Like, COVID is is scary in its own sense. I, I'll be honest. I downplayed it the whole time just because my life never changed. Yeah. And I know it's a serious thing. I, and, and, you know, you got it. I think you're the only person in, that's in my life that I know besides, like, coworkers that got it. Yeah. So we were very lucky. And, you know, I kept working and all that. So I downplayed it a lot. But I, I, I definitely see that it is an issue. I know that's an issue. And I know that in the future, there'll be more. Like, that's not, this is not the last time this is going to happen. That's with a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, oh, you something else conspiracy theorist. Oh, sorry. You're going to get conspiracy theorists. You could think that maybe that was a test. I yes. mean, you don't want to, you don't want to wipe out, you know, global population the first time, but so let's send something out that is, you know, there is a risk of death, but for the vast majority of people, they're going to be fine and see how fast it spreads and collect that data. Yeah. Just to accidentally let out. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And when I, whenever I hear them on the radio, I'm like, Oh, well, you know, they've, They've um, green-lighted the vaccine for ages 12 to 15. So, so 11 and under is are still unvaccinated. Like, that makes me weary, too. I'm like, if this was a biological weapon and they're wiping out the adults, like, it's something they've created that only, you know, hits the puberty gene, you know, like, after a yeah. certain age, it's over. And then, like, okay, we're going to come fight some kids, like, uh, Billy Madison <laughs> playing dodgeball, you know? <laughs> now you're all in big, big trouble. <laughs> Big a big trouble. <laughs> so, that that's uh, that's definitely uh, one of my concerns for how it's all going to end, and and just missiles in general. Um, when the North Korea stuff was at its height, um, they were talking about uh, missiles that could go straight up in the air and then just come straight down. So they would they would go over the atmosphere, come back in over the United States and just drop. And we don't have a, a shield for that. We don't have yeah. like a nice little dome to protect us. So they, um, electronic pulse, something, I can't think of what it was called, but it was something that they could use to knock out our power grid. Yeah. That's the scariest scenario for me because I get pissed when my phone doesn't work. So you're telling me they have these electronic pulse weapons and missiles that can knock out power grids that we would a hundred percent eat ourselves eventually. Yeah. I used to not think that way until the pandemic hit and uh, the hoarding of the toilet paper. And then most recently, if you lived on the East coast or in the South, the hoarding of gasoline because of uh, one little, um, you know, cyber attack, cyber terrorist mm-hmm. attack. Um, yeah, people lose their mind when they feel like they might get inconvenienced. Not even yeah. inconvenienced, because if people hadn't panic bought all, bought all the gas, there would have still been plenty of gas to get us through because the pipeline's back up and running. We would have never even noticed it. But because people panicked and thought that they might get inconvenienced, they lost their minds. Same thing with the toilet paper. People thought we might run out of toilet paper, and God forbid we don't have toilet paper. Uh, and so they panic bought pallets of toilet paper. So yeah, before before all this, I was like, nah, the zombie movies, at this stuff. No, it it'll absolutely happen. You're right. We will be eating each other uh, by next Tuesday if the power grid goes out. A hundred percent. And let me tell you, there's probably someone listening who bought extra gas or bought extra toilet paper. Let me tell you right now, listen closely. You're stupid, and you're <laughs> what's wrong with this country. And I'm sorry, but it's true. Because let me tell you something. Not only do you screw up what everybody else needs. But the world is watching. 
Yeah. Everybody's watching. So you're giving everyone a blueprint of what makes us go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like, oh, we hacked this one gas line and people went nuts. That again, but on a larger scale. I mean, come on. Like we and, and the news media should stop showing it, too, because it's just like I used to think movies, all these movies about terrorism. I'm like, you're just telling people how to be a terrorist. And how to get on planes. And, and I watched Executive Decision last night with Kurt Russell. Like, you're giving them a blueprint to put pieces of guns in, like, thermoses and stuff and put them together when they get on the plane. People are watching. So people are watching us eat each other over gas and putting it in plastic bags where they actually had to come out and say, please do not put your gas in plastic bags. <laughs> we had to tell people that. Just like we had to tell people last year to wash your damn hands. Yeah. That's what's wrong. Like, we, we are no match for another world war like we used to be we're not we're yeah soft. we're so we're so yeah we're so comfortable with all of our modern conveniences that if you were to take just one away we lose our minds i mean like, like you said imagine they electromagnetic a missile with an electromagnetic magnetic pulse and an emp hit a major city like new york and shut down their power power grid all the food in the grocery stores. That's what happened during the pandemic, too, is people rushed to buy all the meat because they thought there might be out of meat. Imagine if there really was a panic because all the grocery stores don't have power, so all that food's going to go bad. People would buy hoard as much as they could with no real reason because you don't have power either, so how are you going to save it? And then people would lose their mind because they're losing their food. Nobody knows how to be self-sufficient. Um, I'm me included. I mean, luckily my wife knows how to plant stuff, but, <laughs> but I mean that just that minor inconvenience of, or, or yeah, minor convenience of going to the grocery store to get hamburger meat. Uh, take that away for any amount of time. And yeah, people would lose their minds. We wouldn't be able to function well enough as a society to stop somebody from invading us. <laughs> we would be right. too worried. The Russians are coming. Forget the Russians. I need a Big Mac and the McDonald's is closed. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, so many absolutely. memes about the ice ice cream machines being down. People are pissed because they can't get a soft serve ice cream cone from McDonald's. Imagine if they couldn't get anything from McDonald's because the power was out. Right. Uh, <laughs> I read I read an article about the ice cream machine and how it's usually not down. It's just very difficult to clean and people don't want yeah. to do it. But yeah, we, we we're totally soft as a society. And we buy everything because we don't want to help our neighbors, you know. Uh, yep. A prime example is, you know, what I couldn't find last year that I was trying to find everywhere. And I went to about 10 different stores until I found it. Bread flour. That's how soft <laughs> we are as a country. During the pandemic, everyone was baking bread instead of learning survival skills. <laughs> and you couldn't find bread flour anywhere. Finally, I found it at the turnip truck um, in Nashville. But, like, yeah, it, people, we, we're dumb. And I'm dumb. You know, you're dumb. We're, we're all dumb. But, like, I know that I'm not going to get tubs and tubs of gas because there might be a shortage. Like, worst case scenario, I can't drive to work. Oh, no. Sorry, I can't drive to work. I have <laughs> gas. That's okay. But, like, seeing these videos, and I know some of them weren't from this situation. They were from other situations. But seeing this little lady fill a bag of gasoline, and then there's a hole in it. So what does she do? Well, she gets another bag to put in over the other bag. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's terrible. And you know what? They didn't tell us not to put them in paper bags. So you can still <laughs> do that. But that that's my main concern is just someone um, seeing our flaws and, and our weaknesses like that, because we show them on a weekly basis. 
and then taking advantage of that. And that's totally possible. It's, it's totally possible. Yeah. Yeah. We've moved from a society like you go back to probably the early 1900s and there was a lot of working together, you know, people working for the common good. And we moved away from that so far that now everybody's out for themselves. So there is no group think when it comes to stuff like that, when it's, you know, there's not a collective, okay, everybody don't panic. There's still going to be plenty of gas. As long as we just get what we need, like we've been doing, we'll be fine. No, it's, uh, oh my God, there's not going to be any gas. I need all the gas. Uh, it's the same people. And this is my biggest, maybe, maybe not my biggest, but one of my biggest hot button issues is concert tickets. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how much I hate. And if you're one of these people with your fancy Amex card who gets uh, pre-sale offers and goes in and buys 50, 100 tickets to a popular concert and then immediately posts them on the secondary market, uh, you can take your card and shove it straight up your ass. <laughs> I'm so tired. There's got to be a way to fix it. I'm not smart enough to figure it out, but I'm so tired of, of that selfish mentality. Just because you're in a position to do it doesn't mean you should. Why are you buying up all the tickets just so you can upcharge? I mean, that's capital. No, that's not capitalism. That's a perversion of capitalism. Mm -hmm. It's great. Capitalism is a beautiful system when it's not perverted. Unfortunately, we're all selfish assholes and we perverted it to the point where it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, that's exactly right. And yeah, that stuff drives me nuts too. Like, I I wish I could do that. (laughs) I can't afford to do that. (laughs) I just bought tickets uh, for uh, Motion City soundtrack, and I was like, oh, $35, that's cool. And then it ends up being like $50, and I'm like, what in the world? Like, all these stupid upchargers, like, they're making plenty of money selling these tickets. Yeah. We don't need them to turn around and buy all of them. Yeah, I, I, it's insane. Um, that's not exactly how North Korea or Russia will defeat us or China by <laughs> buying all our concert tickets. I guess it could be, but... Maybe that's what Putin's doing. He's... he's slowly destroying our economy by having <laughs> all of his uh, KGB agents buy up all the concert tickets for big what, band. That's genius. What if we found that out? Like we let's if you're listening somebody look into that. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean it's 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 working all across the board. Frustration, causing more anger, more infighting. It's also, you know, causing people to spend way more than they should and foreclose on their house and all the while, Putin's just sitting there sipping a you know, vodka tonic and just laughing. Shirtless on top of a bear. <laughs> Stupid Americans. <laughs> I have all the tickets. <laughs> he just has like a, want- he just has like a giant pool of tickets. He swims in it like Scrooge McDuck. You want to see the Taylor Swift? <laughs> you have to go through me. <laughs> We're on to you, Putin. Be Poots. We're on to you, sir. <laughs> B boots. That's fantastic. B boots. That's what he. That's what he likes to be called. That's what his friends call him. B boots. So, um, so to get what? back on topic. <laughs> AI. AI is the only other one that I think is is super like scary plausible, just because technology is getting to that point to where it's starting to think for itself. I mean, Alexa can search the internet faster than I can and can spit it back to me by just me asking her what's it, a question. Mm-hmm. I mean that's not, and then you've seen the um, robotic dog, yeah, the video where they're trying to where they've taught it how to open a door and it can 
I mean, that's already scary enough. A robotic dog with a claw hand can open a door. We <laughs> taught them how to open. a. That was the scariest part in Jurassic Park when that raptor peered through the, the window to the kitchen, through that door, and then all of a sudden you see the, the handle. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, my God, it can open the door. That was yeah, the why, scariest part in the whole movie. It was like, why is that the enough. first thing you Why is that the first thing you, you teach a robot? Yeah. Here's how you open a door to anyone's home. <laughs> and they have them different knobs. Here's the different knobs. This is a deadbolt. This is how you break through a deadbolt. Like, why is that why is that your go-to? Like, let's teach it something. Teach it. And then in the same video, the, the same video, they're taunting it. They're pulling it away. It's trying to accomplish its mission of opening this door. And they're pulling like they're teaching the AI humans are jerks. Here's how you get into their homes. Also, they're a bunch of jerks. So while you're in there, murder them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's those robots are creepy. Like, the <laughs> movements are creepy. It's unnatural. Like at least I think a, a human size one that looks like a human would be less creepy to me, but in long term, not so much. Well, again, that and that goes back to humans are the worst because we only have two kinds of of humanistic robots. We have a dog that doesn't look like a dog at all, other than basic shape, and then we have porn bots. That's what, that's. What, <laughs> <laughs> That's our two trains. Of, we're going to make this cool looking dog that could open doors. But can I have sex with it? Right. <laughs> At least make the porn bots able to open the door so you can role play a little bit better. You know? <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> hello, porn bot. <laughs> Please come in. <laughs> uh, it's a round handle, so it's a little tricky. <laughs> um, I, um, those are my main ones too. And I had a few other ones that I, I, I wrote down and like just go through them real quick. And what you think, like obviously aliens goes along with space. Like if there are aliens out there, which apparently there are, I keep seeing more and more news. Therefore said this was a real UFO. Like, Oh, okay. Nonchalantly like, cool. <laughs> cause there's so much else going on. Like no one's looking at that, but you know, if aliens bust in independence day style, we're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, Will um, Smith, I don't know if you saw his uh, Instagram, but he's put, he's backed on a few of the LBs. He's, so he's going to be a little slower. <laughs> he's going to be a little slower when it comes time to save the day. <laughs> and uh, was it Randy Quaid? I don't, yeah. know that, I don't know that we can count on him either. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's in a different world altogether. Um, but Aliens is definitely something that, that, that could end. I don't know if it would end mankind or just uh, make us build more pyramids. I don't know. But that was another one I thought about. We talked about global warming and like super storms, super volcanoes. Um, I think the Earth's core is something uh, we don't know a lot about either. Like, I don't know what's going on down there. Yeah. Like, what's, what's going on under the sheets? I don't know. But we have a core in the Earth. And, yeah. you know, it's hot. Like, what, what if it decides to malfunction there? It's called the core. But like, <laughs> we had to send people to the core, just like we sent them to space. Like, that's another thing. Like, we don't know what's going on. Like, maybe there's like Middle Earth down there. We wouldn't even know. Like, there's hobbits and orcs and shit down there. We don't even know. We're missing out on all that fun. But at the same time, we don't. You know, that's completely. Maybe that's involved. the volcanic eruptions. Is uh, their war raging? Yeah. Like bombs going off down there, and we're getting a little up on the surface. Right. Uh, Oh, faithfully shot out, but it's actually like, you know, Hobbit blood. Um, <laughs> I did watch a show. I watched the first 
season or so called Zoo, which is uh, based off a James Patterson novel where it's about animals finally get tired of our shit and decide to start killing us and eating us. Um, that would be a cool way to go because I would still be rooting for the guys. Kill him. He was just, you know, we suck. Like, let him, let him <laughs> eat you. It's fine. They burned but, us. But, like, if all the birds and all the insects and all the animals decide they've had enough of us and, and, and they revolted, we would, that's it. Like, we're done. Like, all yeah. the spiders decided to come at <laughs> us at once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, like, no, thank you. That's why but I've never again, watched arachnophobia or eight-legged freaks. The thought alone is terrifying enough. John Goodman as an exterminator. Ugh. Sounds fantastically awful. <laughs> <laughs> and I think could maybe happen, but I think that was something with their DNA, like they could see it in their eyes. I don't know. But, um, you know, we talked about diseases, zombies. I don't think a zombie outbreak will ever happen uh, as much as I wish it would. But <laughs> because I've watched enough movies that I would make it a very long time. Sure, cardio is not my uh, cup of tea. But uh, I'm a survivalist for sure. I've seen enough movies and TV shows to last. Uh, as long alert, as they're not the World War Z zombies. Yeah, no, I don't want them to be fast. Yeah, uh, uh, we will probably have a zombie episode in the future with a special guest who may or may not have been on The Walking Dead. Ooh. So that'll be fancy. Uh, I don't think zombies will ever happen. In uh, Dawn of the Dead, it was because hell was full. <laughs> uh, you know, 28 days later, it was a disease. They were fasting 28 days later, too. Uh, yeah, that's ter- That's terrifying. Like, Walking Dead and stuff like that never, like, the biggest thing knock on that show is, um, what was the, the black guy's name who they had to cut his arm off, but they were too late? Like, season four. He went into a room and searched. Yeah, T-Dog, not T-Dog. T-Dog was the first guy. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. I love him. He's in uh, Always Sunny, right? He's friends with Duncan. Under yeah. the bridge, Walk, t- yeah, he, Tyrone, 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 Tyrone. Yeah, that's not right. So, I loved him, and I was I cried when he, when he, when they let him out of the car. Like I loved well, him. His and that scene didn't make any sense because the zombies are making noise like all the time. He searched the room, and that zombie was what a ninja in a previous life or something. Made no sound whatsoever, and then until it was like, ha ha, <laughs> right. So, well, I mean, that's the Walking Dead, you know. Yeah, that's the only part that that drives me crazy. Like, okay, there's a and and that's a perfect example of if if you know if it hit the fan, I mean, we it's a lot society's collapsing, and what are we doing? We're still infighting. <laughs> We've got zombies to worry about, and you're like, mm, I know I'm going to kill this group of people that could help us, you know, stop the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, because that's what's scary about the zombie apocalypse. It's not the zombies; it's what people are going to do when there's no law. And order, yeah. and they hoard gas, and that's yeah. the thing. Like those people who Mad hoard Max gas are going to be Road. in good shape. Yeah, they're going to be in good shape because they have all the gas. And if it's the slow zombies, you can outrun them. You can get in your car. But the issues with that is we get complacent and we get comfortable, much like in our our normal lives, and we let our guard down, and that's when you get bit and you can't chop your arm off. But it's too late, you know. Um, I don't think I don't think zombies will ever happen, but fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> the other one would be, uh, you know. Revelations, end of the world, uh, a la Jesus style. <laughs> um, I just watched Left Behind, the Nicolas Cage version, the other day, and I will tell you, it is absolutely awful. It is just a terrible, <laughs> terrible movie. And I love Nicolas Cage, and he makes some bad, bad movies, and this one's <laughs> just bad. And 
you, you should watch it if you've never seen it. It's free on YouTube. It's Nicholas Cage, Chad Michael Murray. That's your your A-listers in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we all know the story, uh, which it is kind of scary. Um, you know, people just disappear. The, the part that I actually laughed out loud because it was so absurd um, was after people disappear, everybody's like, what's going on? Are we under attack? So Jordan Sparks, the singer, I, I think she was on American Idol, maybe. That's um, right. Yeah. So she has a little girl and she's going through a divorce with her husband, but he's not on the plane. So the little girl gets rapturefied. And at one point, <laughs> someone has a gun and she grabs it and she's like, I've had enough. She's like, I know what's going on. So here's what she thinks is going on when all these people disappear. She thinks that her husband got the plane to land. Someone knocked her out. With someone drugged her, you know, like put something in her drink. The plane landed. Her husband boarded the plane, took the daughter, got off. The plane goes back into the air. Everybody's in on it. That was her explanation of what happened. Why people disappeared. And I totally laughed. Totally reasonable. That makes a lot more sense than the rapture, right? (laughs) But the name of the plane was Jesus. But uh, that's maybe that's how it ends. Maybe it's you know revelations, and we all get raptured, and you know us heathens are are left here to fend for ourselves and wait for our antichrist to come, and you know I don't know, <laughs> just just hanging out. <laughs> the world's hey. burning. I'm just gonna wait this one out. <laughs> just waiting. Just waiting for I Jesus lost to come back. Ticket. He forgot me. <laughs> By my luck, I knew he'd forget me. Like, ugh. Check the book again. <laughs> I know in I'm in there. Maybe it's under Christopher. <laughs> I go by Jay, but my first name is Christopher. But yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's all I had, like different different ways that we could all bite it. Um, yeah, it's super fun to think about. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we made it fun, for sure. Um, <laughs> but if you want, when we post this episode, if you have a scenario that's gone through your mind, let us know because um, I'd be interested in, in chatting about it for sure. Yeah. Maybe instead of animals uprising, it's the fruits and vegetables that we, maybe they genetically alter themselves to poison us so that we quit eating them. Maybe they have souls. We don't realize like uh, <laughs> the happening is not what happens in the happening. The trees start yeah. spreading like a, some chemical and then we all just start committing suicide. Whee! Yeah. And what was yeah. the what was the ending? Was it didn't Mark Wahlberg just punch a tree in the face and it was over? Yeah, well, he, he was like, him. "Hey, tree, wham! <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. That's what I thought, tree." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been beautiful. That's the twist ending. That's that Shyamalan twist right there. That hey, that would have made that movie uh, so much better if Mark Wahlberg just ripped his shirt off and started punching trees. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what else would have made it better is if he wasn't in it at all. Because here's the thing. <laughs> I love Mark Wahlberg. I, I like John Leguizamo and I love Zoe Deschanel and they were all terrible in that movie. And Mark Wahlberg's made some good movies. Like he, he is what he is, but he's made some decent flicks. Zoe's yeah. a decent actress. John Leguizamo is decent, but for whatever reason, and I don't know if it was Shaman's directing or the writing, but they were, if you go back and watch that, they're terrible. They are absolutely terrible. They don't have any chemistry and it's very hard to watch. Like it, it, that's what I remember most about that movie. And the lawnmower run, the guy running himself over with the lawnmower. I remember that for sure. Yeah, what a way to go. 
All right. It may be the end of the world as we know it, but I feel fine. Uh, and you know what? I do too. I do too. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe so you know when we drop a new episode and tell your friends about us. Uh, lie to them if necessary. Yeah. Make us sound cooler than we are. <laughs> and be sure to follow us on the Media De La Socials. We are rocking it on Facebook and rolling on Instagram. Just search Weirdos Podcast. Yes, and uh, tune in next week for our season finale. Um, if you would like to be a guest or have a topic you would like to hear us talk about for the next season, please let us know. We are here. You. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, well, I'm Jay. And I'm Kellen. And until next time, keep it weird. Now all I can picture is you scrambling to push the right buttons. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a picture of my um, tweezers so you can see that it's real. <laughs> see you next week, Putin. <laughs>